0: Hi, I'm Benjamin, and I'm Zachary, and this is the John's Cast, the number one podcast about John's. And Benjamin, may I compliment us on that very professional opening, don't you think?
1: What about like... The the our our third and fourth guest the giant gaping spaces of between when we talk,
0: you know, <laughs> I spend several hours taking those giant gaping spaces out in post, so it's best if you just don't acknowledge that they exist. Like- <laughs> oh, I, I mean,
1: I, mean, I, I our, our special guest this week. Um, he's a giant and his name is, uh, Gabe in Spaces.
0: Uh, and he lives in and, space.
1: uh, yeah, yeah, Gabe, uh, how are do you doing do this week?
0: Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh, I'm so pretty good. good. <laughs> gape in spaces has the superpower that he can talk in two voices at once and say different things it's really amazing
1: are you sure maybe he's just not possessed by a demon
0: well he's definitely possessed by a demon maybe even more than one
1: (laughs) how do you think it got (laughs) in space
0: yeah exactly that's why he's floating around anyway
1: uh how was your week benjamin Exhausting. I, I don't oh. remember anything before yesterday, and yesterday I I did a lot of work. Okay. Today's been a lot better because I've done a lot less work.
0: Oh, that's, that's good. That's what
1: makes your life good, right? Yeah. Not working.
0: Yeah. Not working is by far <laughs> my two of the favorite things I could be doing between working and not working. <laughs>
1: You're way more into not working?
0: Yeah, I'm more of a not working kind of guy. Like, preferably. Yeah, me my too. Favorite, yeah, my favorite form of not working is sleeping.
1: Hmm. Mine's probably mm. liquor, but, like, sleeping's <laughs> up there. I'm just yeah. really bad at it, so I'm, like, really self-conscious about sleeping.
0: That makes sense.
1: For those who don't know, from, you know, like... The legends, the rumors, or, you know, personal experience. Uh, Zach is one of the best sleepers in the whole world.
0: Oh yeah, I'm a pro.
1: I've watched him, uh, sleep with his face less than two feet away from a fire alarm literally designed to wake up the blind and the deaf. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, eventually you just get sick of waking up for fire alarms, am I
1: right? Do you know how many times I've smoked weed and not set off a fire alarm? I'll give you a hint all of them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we could have used you uh, first year in our dorm. Anyway.
1: I mean, I was out there with the rest of you guys. (laughs) Uh, Not that year. Uh but I was also not setting off fire alarms where I was, so uh my saddest fire alarm was when I had the flying slew. Yes, the the fine slew. Um <laughs> I had like a hundred and three point eight fever and it was just meltingly hot outside. It was like two AM and I got drugged out by the fire alarm and I was really, really angry about it. If that was a, a fire.
0: That was a fine slew indeed. So anyway,
1: I hate sp- that fine slew.
0: <laughs> Me too. So anyway, speaking of fine slews, I thought I would open us up today by reading a, a email response that we got from last episode. Um, in order, no. to, yeah, Who's and this was, Uh this one is by our most loyal listener, Jerome Ellsworth, and our most loyal uh, writer and it's in response to the question yeah, I, I mean I would yeah.
1: say he's really the he's really the third man on the cast like Jerome what a badass
0: yeah, you know he's like the fifth beetle. He's like the John's cast fifth mm. Beatle that played a couple shows and then really sucked and he was not allowed to keep playing with them. That's basically what Jerome does with his story, I was going to
1: call him the Ringo with basically the same story. <laughs> but he got to but... keep playing. <laughs> well, he got to stop singing.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I, Ringo songs are my favorite. It's a personal thing.
1: All two of them? Is it it All two like? of
0: them. They're both really good. So anyway, uh, in, uh, Jerome asked this, or Jerome sent this email in response to Ben's question yesterday. What is your favorite kind of cheap beer, and what does that say about you? By the way, it wasn't yesterday. It was two weeks ago. And Jerome writes... <laughs>
1: A little look behind the curtain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't yesterday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jerome writes... Hey, guys, love the cast. My favorite cheap beer is PBR, which means I'm cool, lol. Here is some sweet news this week, lol. And stay tuned, listeners, because we're going to be talking about that in a second. Uh, Ghost emoji, Jerry. Yeah.
1: I mean, A, PBR, great pick for a cheap beer. Like, it got a little played out, maybe, in the, like, Mm -hmm. late 2000s, early aughts. But, uh... I don't know, man. That's if I'm if I'm buying like a, a especially most my preferred way of intaking PBR is either in a pitcher at Hooters before they didn't let us get that anymore. Uh-huh. Infinite Wing Night, when uh-huh. I used to go to that almost every week with Promy, and uh, we would each order our own pitcher of beer <laughs> and then try and eat as many wings as possible. Fun fact, the conclusion to this was both of us got really fat-er. Like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> turns out, like, a con- like where you when you drink a pitcher of beer on, like, Tuesday night, and then, like, have an ongoing contest to eat as many wings that are free as humanly possible, the answer is fatness. But, uh... <laughs> then they started making us get worse beers, and that made it sad. And we stopped going. But uh, my, my other preferred way to drink a PBR is what I refer to as, so, you know, when you get a can, let's see your normal can size. You can go ahead and we'll wait for you. Go ahead and pick up a, pause this, go pick up a can and look at it. Like mm-hmm. mm-hmm. a can of Coca Cola. Okay, you also I've got have the tall boy. Yep. Okay, good, good. So you see yeah. that, but you can also add like the same form factor, but like one third taller. It's, you know, it's got a, it's got an extra 4 ounces it's a full pint mm-hmm. and uh, that's called a tall boy and mm-hmm. then there's also if you go to your like local gas station like say Seven Eleven, or a pack-a-sack or whatever or and a also, come and go which has a terrible name or a come-and-go mm-hmm. which also is mm-hmm. a terrible name mm-hmm. or a totem which has the worst name <laughs> uh, fun fact one of my one of my best friends from my childhood, he always like it was a common thing to like rename those, uh, like with with sort of like synonym joke names, uh-huh. uh, and he had the best one. And he started referring to toot and totem as fart and fetchum. Uh, <laughs> I still think that's funny.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good.
1: I like that a lot. Isn't it better that he came up with that in the second grade?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes second graders have the best humor. So speaking, sometimes, sometimes yeah. not. <laughs> sometimes not. But so,
1: if you go to your local fart and fetchem, etc. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's like a software, etc. It's, it's fart and fetchem, etc. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, if you if you go there, you can, you can buy a beer, maybe even taller than a tall boy but also like a lot more girth uh, and so I call those tall and fat boys mm-hmm. and they're they're just 24 ounces or 26 mm-hmm. ounces and so they're like a can but like comically large and so they tend to be as fat like they they re-get instead of the tall boy which is like tall and skinny is just taller these also get girthier so they really uncanny looking because they have the uh, same proportions. As a, uh, as a small boy, but uh, they're humongous. So that's the best way to drink a PBR is out of a tall and fat boy. I will.
0: A... Well, I will keep that in mind, and I hope Jerome Ellsworth knows that too.
1: I, I bet he drinks tall and fat boys of PBR all the time.
0: Probably. Um, all right, so anyway, uh, speaking of horrible things we weren't speaking of horrible things, but anyway, uh, so let's talk about this, uh, news item that Jerome Ellsworth gave us to look at. It's from SF gate.
1: Speaking of tall and fat boys.
0: Yeah, there you go. That's a good transition.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: Title of the article is these clear knee mom jeans are not the only weird items sold at Nordstrom. And, uh,
1: Boy, are they the only weird item I need to see so there,
0: <laughs> yeah, this apparently has been a big deal around the uh, around the gene sphere for the last few weeks, and uh you know the picture is as you would expect a picture of some generic mom jeans with rectangles cut out at the knee and some plastic sewed in so that you can still see the knees but i i don't know i guess it's warmer
1: so let me explain these 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 in terms yes. like our sweet nerd audience can understand okay um like the first thing i think when i see these as a sweet nerd myself mm-hmm. is uh Because when I see these jeans, it really brings me back to, like, 2002 and what seemed like a good idea to do to your sweet gaming rig PC. (laughs) Like, you know how you, like, cut out the side of your, like, chintzy hand-me-down case from, like, 95? And then, like, put some, like, plexiglass there Mm -hmm. and, like, some sad old Christmas lights? And Mm -hmm. you're like, yeah, yeah. It's like a sports car that won't get me laid. It doesn't have wheels or use gas to go anywhere. But it'll play the shit out of some Half-Life 2. <laughs> That's a... Uh, basically what I'm saying is this is the clear, like, wall hole of, in your computer of jeans. It's like that, but the knees, it also goes weirdly high up and ends like so low that you don't even get to see the full knee. Like a little of the bottom of the kneecap is cut off, but like you get a lot of like upper thigh in that window. (laughs) Do you, do
0: you think that in the future, uh, girls at school are going to send home for their windows being too high? (laughs) My window has to be at most
1: knee height. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> get banned for like I mean I'm still waiting on the ass window I feel like that's that's the logical next step Like, <laughs> I, I wonder if, yeah. how many nudity clauses you could subvert with having windows in your pants like this <laughs> in actuality like if you had a serious lawyer and were just prepared very prepared and excited to just go all the way court wise and like with serious legal action. My guess is as long as you had like some sort of underwear that covered up the genitals in your butthole that you could just go It like people maybe could remove you from their business because it's private property or their house or something. But I think you could basically go everywhere with like clear pants that just just was showing off your your banana hammock, and my favorite would be one that just had the clear window over the crotch and butt. Uh, for my- <laughs> you,
0: you know, this uh, this very question was decided in 1967 in the case of Utah versus Poncho. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. I thought that was a funny, that was a funny joke, but I guess. Oh, it not. will be.
1: That yeah. was, that wasn't funny, Zach. That was precognitive. Just oh. you wait. Give this <laughs> 14 years. Mark your calendars, guys. Check back early April, 2031. <laughs> and, uh, watch for that court case Zach just told us about. Yeah. Joe's revenge is coming, man.
0: Yeah, I, I would believe that by uh, by twenty thirty one, the Supreme Court is spending most of its time arguing about what nudity means. It's a way that it could go. Just saying.
1: My guess is by twenty forty one, the Supreme Court will be like deciding which way to exterminate all humans because they are our robot overlords. <laughs> <laughs>
0: beep boop we have determined the constitution only applies to robots beep boop it'll be just
1: like that (laughs) all fuck the turret (laughs) all right
0: so that was what do you think of
1: these johns Zach these are these are probably the most Actually transgressive Johns I have seen in I don't know how many years. I mean these are these are some serious serious edge. And who expected that to come out of something that self identifies as mom jeans, but seems to clearly be written like worn in the picture by like a male, 22 year old emaciated heroin addicted hipster. <laughs>
0: Well, they know their audience. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I love how bold and transgressive they are, but I also wish they weren't extremely ugly. So I'm really caught in a corner. <laughs>
1: that's, that's a. That's a. That's a. That's a. You're really getting pulled apart there, because this is that's maybe a real either or situation. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. I want to describe these for our audience. Oh, could you tell them where we saw this article so uh, they, they, too, can can read along if you want to see the, the pic here?
0: I, yeah, this is sfgate.com.
1: Slash news, slash article, slash top slot, dash s, dash clear, dash panel, dash mom, dash jeans, dash r, dash t- dash the uh, dash only one one zero zero nine eight one dot zero php hashtag photo dash one two five six 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 eight hail satan um, and now you know so what what yeah what you're you're seeing some genes that are mm-hmm. honestly not that momish like they're The wash is because they have like just the ugliest, blandest, like most stone washed, washed, pale ghost jeans. No fades, never fade in the world. But they're like, to start with, they're men's capris called mom jeans, which is, (laughs) that's a bold start. (laughs) (laughs) They're, you know, probably like halfway up the calf. It's where the, the cuff is, where the the, the break is. It's a yeah. bold break.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And the knee and like five, six inches above it, it's just got a perfect rectangle cut out. Not ripped. There's no open threads here. N- nothing that itchy. <laughs> <laughs> As you know, like, nothing about these jeans are destroyed either. Like there's no, there's no, uh, Sanding in them, pissing in them, you know, uh, sandpapering them, none of that, none of that. Yeah. Uh, And just like has perfect rectangles, just razor bladed out and replaced with a hideous clear plastic. (laughs) (laughs) And they're really shockingly bad looking. (laughs) Shockingly bad. It's like if you had knee pads, but instead of protecting your knees, it just showed everybody your knee scars from when you were nine years old. <laughs> my knees are very scarred up. How scarred up are your knees?
0: Um probably
1: like, not I, that scarred. I didn't do anything dangerous. I I just I ran around a lot as a child. Like none of these are recent, you know? Like you, you know, I definitely like... crashed some skateboards and jumped off things and stuff as a child and just replaced all of my knees with scar tissue. By the time I, I was 12 or something.
0: I feel like some sort of useless, weird messiah. Sonic the Hedgehog has borne all my knee scars. So
1: So maybe these jeans are actually perfect for you, because you can show off your beautiful upper-class knees while I have this filthy pleb knees. You,
0: you know, maybe that's the point. It's... It's like so focused on showing that, oh, we don't need damaged genes, we don't need things to be used, everything can be pristine, and yet we can still approximate the style of the proletariat,
1: <laughs> but way uglier, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Like, is it is it is it a class thing where you're showing you've never had to work a day on your knees or rode a skateboard before?
0: Yeah, I think it's... Like, it's uh, a,
1: by, by revealing your knees this way?
0: It's a combination of that. It's a combination of showing that you're super high class, so your knees are beautiful and your jeans are undamaged. <laughs> but yet you still dominate the lower classes so you can appropriate their culture. I think that's what this is demonstrating. They're, they're you really you can take
1: it, but you can yeah. do it better and even uglier.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so basically, if we had these jeans a hundred twenty years ago, this is what the robber barons would be wearing on their uh, mm. on their rampages to exploit the natives.
1: Uh And just for those interested, you can get these. They're, they're Topshop Clear Mom Jeans. Clear Knee Mom Jeans is their name. And they run you a mere $95 at the Nordstrom website. <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, if that's the first one of these strange items, oh, fucking Christ, what must the rest of them look like? <laughs> Okay, I just looked through them. Spoiler alert. I mean, they're all hideously ugly. Uh Uh-huh. None of them are nearly as insane as these, honestly. (laughs) No, I didn't think so either. What about the uh, high heels with the fake skin? That's pretty fucked up. Image 2? Oh, yeah. Ugh.
0: You know, I think that high heels, as a rule, always look really, uh, I don't know what the word is, kitschy.
1: <laughs> so, well, so high like, heels make your feet look real stupid, but that's not yeah. what heel, high heels are for or about.
0: Uh,
1: it's, high um... heels make you hold your leg a certain way that makes you look like you have the most beautiful calves and ass in the world. And that's what high heels are about.
0: I still think they're gross, and
1: if well they uh, much like much like a lady's legs and ass, I mean
0: <laughs> well, I guess it's a wash, six of one half dozen of the other um but yeah, so so like. Making a high heel sandal that is actually a high heel boot because of a bunch of fake skin
1: <laughs> just takes it that to a just, new... there's a zero percent chance. It's like it's also like Crayola pink air quotes skin tone as well. <laughs> like no human has ever had that color of skin before. You're going to look like a monstrous uncanny valley. Yeah, so so
0: for me, this looks like something somebody would wear in a Cronenberg movie, and then they take it off, and it also has their foot inside of it that they just took off, and then they reach inside, Ooh. and there's some sort of a bizarre bone gun that they use to shoot somebody. I think that's what
1: these are. And to me. learn about existentialism with? Yes. Does it shoot teeth? I've only seen the first 15 minutes of that movie. Uh, yeah, you only need
0: to see the first 15 minutes. But yes, of course it cheats, too.
1: I wanted to see the rest. Our internet died. And then i never remembered it again till this moment. I mean... Uh, so it, I think those, yeah. these horrible sandals, a lot of high-heeled sandals with fake skin that makes them high-heeled boots... Uh, would go great with these clear knee box jeans because they go up just about to where these capri jeans ends.
0: Yeah, you know what you really need is you need a window cut out of like the top of the toe cleavage and then
1: a plastic uh, a plastic oh. window to that. So can... Oh. <laughs> what you need is fake plastic knees that match the skin of your fake plastic skin boots for your fake sandals <laughs> so it's so all of a piece to to go to the rest of with the rest
0: of your fake body because you're a very obvious yeah. android
1: like, I mean, you wear long sleeves and hulk hands to uh, you know offset the rest with this bold new look <laughs> so if this is our fashion line and these are the objects we have to put down the runway, that's mm-hmm. what I'm leading with. It's the uh, topless. Mm-hmm. So I want a topless, tiny, beautiful, waifish man, but I want like a challenging, intense, like beautiful but not traditionally beautiful, like very bony face, mm-hmm. like heroin adult, like only eats felt paper scraps. Uh-huh. I, I want him to have these these mom jeans on, but I want him to wear like the size, two two sizes too small, so like paint it on and like go way up there and the knee is like even further up and like less locked onto the knee. Uh-huh. Uh, and then these these weird high heel boots skin things uh-huh. that don't then reach the capris quite, so you see just like a little bit of shin hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Poking out in between, <laughs> and then just get like fake, fake knees that match the fake feet, just painted on over the, over <laughs> the <knee> clear cast. <laughs> over the clear cast, and and yeah. whole hands.
0: <laughs> of course, big hands are in these days. <laughs> <laughs> big
1: hands, you know I'm the one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Zach. Well, Benjamin. Speaking of co-op <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> and good ideas, uh, have, have you heard of this game, Rouge Streets of Rouge? Rouge. Uh, I, I think rogue. you
0: <laughs> Streets of Rogu
1: Streets of Rogu Streets of rogue
0: yeah. It's a video game. Yeah. And I have it's a heard about it. Game. I uh, the first thing I heard about was uh I read a couple of articles on Kotaku. One was about the tutorial and how it makes fun of how in tutorials usually the character talking to you is really impressed that you're able to like move around and jump and look <laughs> left and right. And in this tutorial that guy is there too, but he gets so excited that he explodes when you're able to open a door or something. Uh, so and that's his boss, cool.
1: the guy that replaces him after yeah. he explodes, is just shitty and constantly lies to you. Yeah. And just laughs at you all the time for trying to do the things that it makes you do for the tutorial. And then they just say, for instance, don't work. And they say, ha, just kidding. <laughs> just like. <laughs> It's yeah, your he keeps... sweet special ability. <laughs> yeah, change your special ability. to Just make it cry like a fish. <laughs> Look at that, <laughs> that's funny. Cry it. Yeah,
0: he keeps on making you hurt yourself and other people. It's really right. good.
1: He just makes you hurt yourself, other people, and embarrass yourself, and it laughs mm-hmm. at you. And he like just makes you do it. It's, it's pretty it's pretty great.
0: Yeah, so that's fun. So this and is then a game
1: it, for a yeah. Windows PC? You can acquire it on Steam. Yeah, it also is this only like 13 dollars? Yeah, it also works on Mac. Is it on a Min- Linux or a Mac PC? Okay, good. So it's on a yeah. Mac PC as yeah. well.
0: I don't th- I don't think it's <laughs> a Mac
1: PC? Nice. What am I saying?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, Benjamin. <laughs> PC stands for personal computer, and technically a Macintosh is a personal computer. When people say.
1: I I (laughs) own a Macintosh personal computer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, when people say PC, they're abbreviating the uh, ancient, antiquated term IBM compatible PC, which doesn't mean anything anymore (laughs) because IBM hasn't made computers in 10 years. But yeah. Anyway, thanks for letting me get that I out am. there. I feel much better.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, and that's our tech hour.
0: <laughs> now you know about tech. <laughs> um,
1: Got tech.
0: Yeah. So speaking of tech, this game has like a really cool cyberpunk aesthetic, where you uh, you're walking around in this horrible city. <laughs> Where there's like slaves with headbands, and then there's kids dressed up in their in their hacker gear, and uh, everything is horrible. Yeah. I mean, wait,
1: there there's no children in this game except that we decide, except maybe the gorillas and the hackers, who are children at heart.
0: <laughs> yeah, which which lets you uh, which lets you make our favorite co op party a boy and his gorilla. And that brings us to We've another topic. we never made it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> go, let's go. Let's
0: okay. That, that go to the us, next topic. All right. That brings us to another topic, which was what the other Kotaku article was about, which is that there is a wide variety of, like, really creative classes. Like, you can be a soldier who just shoots people or a hacker who hacks
1: into things, which is a little more creative but the soldier uh... not only just shoots people, he also has mines and grenades, and he has two explicitly call, call of Duty Modern Warfare joke abilities that make his class function. Of I don't remember the names of either, but his health regenerates to twenty anytime it's under twenty. Mm-hmm. I think I think that ability that passive's name is like Call of Duty Mar- Modern Warfarer. something like that it just makes him regenerate health when out of combat if he has under 20 health which is funny because that's originally a halo basically halo halo (laughs) channeling some Jeff in here yeah Uh, and uh, he also has one that just every person he murders subtly refills all of his guns
0: Oh, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Which also makes a lot of sense. So, so the soldier has some novelty to him, but you know, there's also like a comedian and a gorilla and gang members, who like there's two uh-huh. gangs, and if you're the one of the gang and members, the blods. yeah, and if you're one of the gangs, the other <laughs> gang just attacks you on sight, and there's it's like. It's in alpha, and there's already including yeah. when
1: they're mission giving friendly PCs, as we discovered. Because one time yeah. we were playing co-op. Also, this game has sick fucking co-op, uh, both local and online. Um, and I think local. I've never actually tried that. But definitely online. I absolutely believe it does local though. I just I haven't tried it. Um, yeah. Um, and uh, so like I was talking to this this drug dealer. Um, and getting a like a bonus optional mission from him. Uh, and then Zach follows me into the room and like midway through the conversation, just insanity ensues because, uh, Zach was the gang member of the rival great gang of the drug dealer or one of his like heavies in the room. And, um, uh, so then they all attacked him and then I started freaking out and was just shooting and people getting punched through walls. It was crazy. Yeah. So it's. We won. Yeah. Not the game, but like that fight. <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's really crazy, and I, I think very funny. Um, so in general, I'd say you could probably best describe it as like uh, a roguelike meets uh, Grand Theft Auto. Like it's in 2D, so one of the early Grand Theft Auto games. But like every floor no is... No
1: cars. There's no autos. No car- that's true. And only one class can steal.
0: Yeah. Uh, but, like, every floor is, like, a neighborhood, and there's different missions that you have to do in every neighborhood, which is either, like, kill a person or steal a thing. Um, so so it's that basic sort of gameplay. But it's just, like, so clever, and there's so much stuff to do. Uh,
1: A-plus from Zachary. I mean, we're not to reviews yet, Zach. That's, That's, and don't you worry, guys. Oh, we forgot to plug stuff. Uh, so don't worry, guys. Uh, the most, our most popular two segments will be here at the end. Uh, they're coming. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> they're, they're here forever, man. At least until the end of the season. Um, if, in case yeah. we made your sure restructure then. But, uh, <laughs> your reviews, oh, they're coming. Yeah. I know what you guys crave. <laughs> reviews. Other thing is coming uh-huh uh-huh yeah ask the audience oh baby
0: our our got two so many
1: questions
0: our two most well focused tested segments
1: and that we like them i mean people love them people keep writing in about them i mean jerome did just you know
0: <laughs> That's and, true. and look at
1: like the huge spike in viewership after that first time with reviews is, is just, you know, like, that was real zero to sixty feet for us. I mean, that's what really catapulted us to the big leagues. Uh, and we haven't forgotten what our, what our, you know, like, uh, reader base craves. And, uh, you know, we crave it too. So yeah. hang on for those. Zach was just kidding. He hasn't reviewed the game yet. Keep listening to the end. Like and subscribe. And remember, <laughs> Yeah, feel free to download a bunch of times or tell your friends. But if you don't have any or you just don't want to, if you're embarrassed or whatever, just download for them on your <laughs> own computer. And just read it and download it again and listen to it again. It's fine. That's fine, too. Yeah. Uh, well, you definitely upload it to YouTube without our permission. <laughs> Always a good idea.
0: We won't uh, sue you, uh, probably. can't guarantee anything, but I probably won't
1: bother. I mean, my lawyers ask that I'm not guaranteed that we don't, but um.
0: <laughs> so uh, so speaking of you know, lawyers, like guerrilla marketing, <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe a class in this game, not one I've unlocked.
0: Yeah, literal guerrilla marketing.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> we we got to bring back guerrilla. Yeah. Um, so I was. Uh, if I was going to describe what this game was in the two most common formats, which would be Meats, meets Meats, meats mm-hmm. and The Dark Souls of Ellipses, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. in reverse order, I think I would call this game The Dark Souls of McDonald's.
0: Mm, um, that's an interesting statement.
1: Okay. I mean, it's all about those ch- cheeseburgers and chicken nuggets. I mean, so in, in this game, the uh, not that it's, uh, you know, pay-to-play or free-to-play or freemium or any of that. You know, you just buy it and you have the whole game. That's all there is. But uh, you're like elite currency in the game because there's gold that you get. But like the in-between games currency, like meta currency, is uh, chicken nuggets, which are illegal in this world um because they're they're and, too uh, tasty in cyberpunk dystopian fate i don't remember why it tells you why but uh is it like is it that they're like overlord um choked on one or is allergic to them or
0: oh that sounds right yeah the the evil mayor has a personal vendetta against chicken nuggets so that's the currency of the resistance it's pretty clever. So it's like, cute. Yeah, it's
1: it's, it's good. Yeah. It's good, and they're like they're not a currency you spend in a round. They're a, they're a currency you uh, you have between games to sort of unlock more features when you play your next round. So it's it's set up very much like a Binding of Isaac sort of situation in which you know like by doing things and and sort of succeeding you unlock. Increasingly large amounts of things Which typically make the game the harder Not, you know, easier Or power you up, really But uh definitely open up the space of options And things And make things increasingly interesting It's what you buy with the chicken guess Between rounds And, um mm-hmm. Yeah, so like If you were going to do a meats, meats, meats Um, how, how would you Describe this game? I think I would do Binding of Isaac Meets Deus Ex meets uh meat Shadow Run oh Shadow Run's good meets meat that's that's all my meats I'm out of meats
0: <laughs> oh too bad I'm still hungry uh yeah it reminds me a lot of Enter the Gungeon like I think that
1: which I've never played. Yeah. Like I, um, but I've I've definitely seen and heard of.
0: Yeah, I think the Enter the Gungeon, like it's very similar. It's it's like binding of Isaac meets nuclear throne. And and it actually yeah. seems to be like very tight mechanically. Um Streets of Rogue is not tight mechanically. Fights are like super chaotic. <laughs> Like, I don't know if it's that's actually just...
1: very spelunky esque in like yeah. the flavor of just chaos that tends to ensue. Like, the combat feels to me more like than anything. Um... Oh, god, what is the name of that? Uh, the game where you wear the mask and you murder people in the 80s <laughs> Hotline Miami. Yeah. The combat is very Hotline Miami. It's not nearly as tight as in Hotline Miami, but I don't even mean that in a bad way. Like, it's, it's very loosey goosey and it just like immediately drifts and even like the most basic bare bones of fist fights into like systems crashing into systems into like purposely goofy physics into like randomness that you will run into in, in like crazy moments in Spelunky is the breath to breath of this game and that's with only one player like when you start playing with your friends and it has more than just two player co-op i think it does four but it's possible it does even more than that like the insanity just escalates exponentially or like if you're in a map where it random so it's a it's a roguelike and like the 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 missions and like maps are randomly spawned every time and always different and, um, there's different parts of town you move through over time and they get sort of increasingly hard as you start in the slummiest of slums and you're sort of working your way up towards like the wealthy districts. And the game's still in early access. It's very playable and very fun presently, but it's, uh, it's only about half finished. Like, um, you can't get to the upper half of those yet. Uh, but yeah, real real like it's a combination of grittiness and goofiness in a way i really like where like you're get you're getting missions from drug dealers who are just straight up selling cocaine <laughs> not like uh, in in little baggies they're not they're not selling you stims or something like these are these are just real drugs packed as you buy them i don't know <laughs> like uh And they just give you a mission like, murder this person. You're like, okay. And like, here's some chicken nuggets. You're like, sweet. New ability (laughs) unlocked. That's (laughs) a possibility to get when I level up in the future. Or new items can appear in the map. But you don't don't unlock things like powering up your guy. You unlock things like it's possible for them to start appearing in the world. Sort of like finding a mindset. Yeah.
0: Why am I murdering this guy? Because it's a mission.
1: Doesn't really come up in this.
0: Yeah. <laughs> cool. Uh, Didn't yes. ask. Didn't ask. All right. So,
1: this is it should break we, time. Let's take a break. Let's take the shit out of this break.
0: And we're back. Hello, hello, Benjamin.
1: Hi, hi, Zach. Hey, Zach.
0: (laughs) Yes, Benjamin.
1: Welcome to the Johns Cast. Thank you. Cast about Johns.
0: I'm so glad to be here on the Johns Cast, the number one cast about Johns. Download, rate us on iTunes, tell your friends. I'm sorry, that's just the full name. It's the full
1: name of the podcast. (laughs) Sorry, I forgot about the surname. we just call it the Johns cast for short. Mm-hmm. It's more of a nickname. Yeah, it's it's cute.
0: Um, so I uh, I had a quick anecdote that I wanted to relate oh. to our dear listeners and yourself, Benjamin. Um, and this is this is actually John's I mean, related. There too. Yeah, that's true. You're,
1: oh, that's yeah. my favorite thing. Johns and Johns. <laughs>
0: yep Uh, so recently and I guess it's been ongoing for a while uh, American Apparel went slash has been slash has gone out of business so my wife was like let's go to American Apparel and buy some stuff at a discount and it was the first time in my life that I've been there and I noticed boy everything here is so understated Except for the sort of really indecent, borderline pornographic pictures on the walls of models, that was the least <laughs> understated. Thing. I remember
1: they. Yeah. I, I knew they got in trouble recently for having a lady's like butthole visible in a, like one of their clothing ads, and people <laughs> people were really freaking out about that. Which is like, I don't know. I, to me, it's like of all things, like why this, why now? I remember moms being mad, like, Christian moms being mad about, like, American Apparel pornography when I was in, like, middle school or high school, Uh and, like, the whole world has been so pornified at this point that I was like, what are we even... Mad about. I'm just glad they don't have anybody's like arm ripped off in the cover. That would be really gross. You know. When, so when do you predict this? When is the new wave? When is the new wave of, tra- of post porn transgressive ads, like gore ads for clothing <laughs> going to going to hit?
0: Snuff ads. It's these are my clothes it, on like a that's dead perfect. man. Boy, this jacket looks really cool on a corpse. Did you know it's a real corpse that we I killed? I can totally see this. <laughs> I, I
1: honestly could totally see this being a real thing within the next decade for some like edgy fashion labels.
0: Boy, I really hope not. On the other hand, you know, uh, Christian moms need something to be outraged about. It's it's something that they and seem to like it to do. Isn't it getting a little
1: so... long in the tooth? Like, if you're a Christian mom and now you're a Christian grandma and you're still mad about the same companies, like, same ads. (laughs) Oh, this time it's a butthole instead of a nipple. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, move on, man. Uh... Is that our episode title? Buttholes instead of nipples? Agh. <laughs> uh,
0: that is a pretty good title, but we decided that we need to have the name of the game in the title for marketing purposes. Thanks. Oh, I think
1: both, both are very, very true. Like we could also, you can also just do like a funny name, M the name of the game. No explanation. will still show up in all the search. So are the deals good? Because I have, I own exactly one item of American Peril clothing that I bought off Amazon.com, and it's a shirt I like a lot. It's a really weird, uh, ineffable color. Yeah. So of like, yeah, gray, but like the weirdest, <laughs> filthy gray you've ever seen. Like it makes me look dirtier to put it on, which is the all of the appeal. <laughs> I always really slop it up and don't like shave or uh, shower (laughs) for a few days before I wear it. I would, I would, uh, back when I had the long hair, I would like uh, put it in an extra greasy man bun. Yeah, that sounds perfect. Uh, It was, it's a good look. It's a good look. Uh, So, can I, can a man or a lady or anyone else uh, buy? buy a, a cheap American apparel, weird colored shirt right now. because I might should do that.
0: Yeah. If they're still in business, um, I have no idea when their stores actually close, but, uh, but yeah, so I like to dress a little more flamboyantly than American apparel. So what I ended up with was a, a pair of jeans, which, you know, is just decent cut, really, really nice, dark blue, uh, you know, very Did understated. You
1: get any any windows, new windows? No no windows. Uh. Very
0: generic. And uh and when I was looking at them, one of the uh one of the ladies who worked there came up and said, Do those jeans have a zipper? And I looked and said, No, they have buttons and she said, Oh good, because the zipper ones are girls' jeans. So uh so apparently the only way to tell the difference is by how you close the fly. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> But yeah, I got some decent jeans. They always
1: said uh, I was pretty fly uh-huh. for a button guy.
0: Exactly. Yeah. So, so there was some decent jeans and I got like a shirt that was probably as wild a shirt as they have because it had like riddle, really subtle, uh, cross stitches in it. <laughs> but that was my American apparel. You just feature.
1: gotta go for a stinky color. That's the, that's the American. (laughs) American apparel shirts are for like hanging a cool jacket on. Like that's the point of them. Or like a really aggressive necklace.
0: Yeah, you know I almost got like haircut. a a black jean jacket which was very similar to the mm-hmm. Levi's black jean jacket that I had only not ripped mm-hmm. to pieces so it was very tempting but I I decided against it.
1: With <laughs> instead of holes it was uh, it just had clear plastic panels <laughs> um. so
0: you could see your wrists. <laughs> your your sexy wrists. Well, I was thinking through the jacket. you
1: know since I I, I if anybody's ever going to take me seriously as a professor I obviously you know like need an elbow padded uh tweed jacket uh to wear to class um and smoke my pipe in and uh to to do that I was thinking but I you know I need a little edge I need something a little more modern a little more rock and roll <laughs> so I was thinking wonder if instead of like the leather leather uh leather elbow pads on there we had clear see-through ones so you can see my righteous bony elbows.
0: Uh, <laughs> hey, Ben, I have a question for you. Uh-huh. <laughs> what are you drinking?
1: Oh, so uh, I'm having a great cocktail today. Um, I, and, and you can make this along with us at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I call it Delirium Tremens. Um Which uh, is is the the name for the shakes you get uh, during uh, serious physiological alcohol withdrawals. Okay. Uh, and uh, so what you'll need for this cocktail, is so a little bit of like you you got to plan ahead if you're gonna have if you're gonna have one of these. It's not something you can cook up the last minute. But uh, so you wanna have one of these. Um, very tasty, and you know, I'm I'm having fun, so I'd say they're, they're a good a good way, a great way even, to have fun. <laughs> uh, and uh, so what you need first is you get a little ball of glass,
0: mm-hmm.
1: get some whiskey. I'm using wild turkey because mm-hmm. I like wild turkey because it makes me feel like I'm drinking rubbing alcohol, but like in a good way.
0: um, (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. What's the good way to drink
1: rubbing alcohol? (laughs) So, like, imagine if you get all that bite and burn of Mm -hmm. rubbing alcohol, which you crave. You know Mm -hmm. that part where, like, you feel, like, the cells in your mouth dying as you swallow it? Uh Uh-huh. So, like, you get to keep that. But you don't go blind when you drink it, and instead you get this delicious smoky wood taste.
0: Oh, it sounds like Wild Turkey
1: is famously like the burniest of whiskeys, but it's also not like garbagey at all. Also, Hunter S. Thompson's favorite drink. Oh, so uh, that's always always a good sign. He was a man who knows how to drink a thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely my favorite person whose will was completely followed through by a bunch of his celebrity friends at extreme expense, which was to have his ashes launched into space by a cannon shaped like a peyote flower. Um, <laughs> which happened in real goddamn life. Um, True stories, I don't folks. Hunter S. Thompson is all around you, hurtling through space and the atmosphere. Uh, breathe in deep, children. Breathe in deep. Back to the Lyrium trimmons. This delicious cocktail mm-hmm. uh is so you got you got your lowball glass. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're in a pinch, you can use like a coffee mug or your palm or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, See, so you you pour some Wild Turkey or whiskey of your choice in there, and you pour some water in there. Now, then, don't sleep for 24 hours. Now. Okay. <laughs> pick this drink back up
0: uh-huh.
1: well then, then, then take a single swig of it go go do your work day uh-huh. uh go through work uh and then and then oh, nine, ten p.m crack this baby out and start drinking <laughs> uh you can mix some water in there too if you want uh or even a spritz of hand sanitizer uh not that we would ever recommend that, nor the FDA approves it. Um, <laughs> you shouldn't do this. But you no, can for don't. flavor. Uh, <laughs> I, I personally like refreshing aloe. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's a little fun. if you, Especially if you don't have any, like, lime or lemon around. You want a little citrus kick. You've got a sunburn in your throat. There you go, man. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, a, it's like whiskey and water, but... Uh, you're really tired and delusional when you drink it, which makes it better.
0: Cool. Well, that's, that sounds like a good cocktail then.
1: Oh. <laughs> All right. It's the number one brand, Hospitals Trust.
0: <laughs> well, I know I trust Benjamin. Uh, so, Benjamin, do you have any final thoughts on our game, Streets of Rogue?
1: My only final thought is, like, I feel like we haven't actually talked about it that much, but like, I want to make clear how delightfully fun of both, like, a rogue like-like. If you're a guy who likes a Binding of Isaac, if you're a guy who likes a Spelunky, do yourself a favor, play this game. Like, it is half finished, and it's already one of the most fun games I've played in a very long time. Single player, and boy is it even more fun multiplayer. Like, playing this with your pals. It's also kind of like a, if, like, I don't know how well it would work with people who never play video games, but like, with, if you're hanging out with some people who like, play a video game occasionally, like, they're, they're not freaked out by the idea of like, controlling a 2D top-down game that has like, two buttons you use with it. Like, very fun pick-up-and-play party game as well. Like, it's fun by yourself. It's really... It's just delightful, and the character classes play so differently, and you can also just choose to play really weird ways, and just, like, such insane things happen. Like, it has built-in... I think it calls them mutators, which are just, like, constant effect changes to, like, the way the map develops, the fundamental rules that the game plays on, all kinds of stuff. Not to mention that, you know, it is procedurally generated um you know like it's the first time we've really seen a roguelike that i a roguelike like that that i've seen that handles cities very well and is very city focused like you don't visit a town you exist in industrialized areas 24 7 in this game and you know it's very much the cyberpunk days x Shadowrun sort of situation, everything's grimy. It's also very, like, it's a dark as fuck, but it's also super silly. Flipping about it. it uh, my final thought is this game rules. It's in early access. Buy it immediately if you want to play it and, like, keep up with it. Cause, holy shit, this game is real fun. Excellent find, Zach. Thanks for, thanks for showing me this.
0: You're really welcome. Um and uh, and what I'd like to say about it is I think it does an excellent job of conveying humor just through systems. like it it mm. it does a really good job of uh of letting chaos happen. Like here's a bunch of systems thrown together. And when uh, somebody shoots a bullet, everything breaks loose. And, like, it happens in a funny way, in, like, a slapstick sort of way. And, like, uh, in, like the thing with environmental hazards, there is a thing that can happen where on a level it's just this uh, this part of the city is being bombed. And now there's going to be a bunch of bombs randomly falling all over the place.
1: Which means that... yeah, like there's there's just a that can randomly happen when you spawn into a new level, and that was the one that Zach and I ran into when we were playing together. It was just like, so we were like, oh, this is slums two or industrial zone one or whatever, and so you load that map and you still have your normal missions that it generates for you to do and stuff to carry on. It was like, oh, this time, uh, this area is currently being bombarded, and so just insanity is happening <laughs> all around and on top of you and just like we were freaking out and just trying to survive and then just a bomb just literally lands exactly on zach and just smears <laughs> him across the world yeah it's like the limbs were just crashing into me and we was like what oh
0: all right yeah cool so anyway very cool game uh And then let's go ahead and take our one last break before our much anticipated, much focus-tested.
1: Oh, you—you know you're craving it.
0: Yep, the review and uh, mail segments. The johns, <laughs> the johns cast the johns oh man the number one cast about
1: johns The number one cast about johns yeah
0: and this is our much anticipated uh ask the audience segment you've seen other podcasts i know i've been waiting yeah me too you've heard other podcasts rather where their audience asks the questions and then the hosts answer and we have flipped that concept boring boring and we have flipped that concept on its head, and then we've spun it around it 180 degrees, and then we've flipped it around another 360 degrees. So it's
1: on its head and backwards. Yes. Yep. And, I, I was going to say, I don't even know which direction our head's facing now, but I know it's. we just did the sweetest skateboard trick. That's what I know.
0: Yeah. And so uh, if you would like to answer a question, and you should, write in at johnscast at gmail.com that's j-a-w-n-z-c-a-s-t at gmail.com and listeners your question for today is are you ready benjamin i'm ready your question for today is what is your
1: favorite color
0: that's Mm. the question
1: so what's your favorite color rubes or should i go first since You're the asker. Oh. Purple, purple. Yeah. I mean, I gotta go. I gotta go black.
0: <laughs> I'm, I be, I'm sure you do have to go black, Benjamin.
1: I may be wearing head to toe black at the moment. <laughs> um, I don't always, but I'm kind of considering converting. Like I've, I've, I've entered a zone where I really only wear black and white and gray at mm-hmm. this point. Yeah. Uh, but I kind of feel like a baby when some of that's not black. <laughs> so you're considering going all black? I mean, it's, it's just a good look. One of the prettiest ladies I ever met in my whole life always wears, and one of the coolest, mm-hmm. always wears all black my, uh, my uh, hair cutter. Mm-hmm. He always wears all black, and he's a super cool dude. He used to be an English professor and then became like a celebrity hairstylist in L.A. when he got really mad about teaching classes.
0: <laughs> that is super cool. That's funny that you yeah, say that. Yeah, he's a super
1: yeah. cool guy. Yeah, it's funny. That... That's, that's the whole story.
0: Yeah, okay, good. It's funny that you say that because uh, I've been considering wearing all white all the time, so I look like I'm just yeah. about
1: to paint a house. Or, or when you're feeling formal, like you're just about to go to the, um, Oh God, I, I fucked up the joke. What is a, what is the (laughs) worst race a man goes to in all white in the South? I almost called it the Boy Scout Pinewood Derby. Yeah. I almost (laughs) called it the Pinewood Derby, but I immediately realized that while someone certainly wore an all white to the Pinewood Derby before, that's not the sport I'm talking about. Nor is it maybe not even a sport.
0: That would have been a great joke. So write in at johnscast at gmail.com. Not the johnscast, just johnscast. Can... Yeah. J-A-W-N-S. The Johnscast
1: cast is somebody else's email. Yeah. Or maybe, I mean, it could be yours. We haven't locked that shit down. Yeah. Like, uh, well, we will take you on, and we will win. Because <laughs> we got the Johns. We got the power. So why purple for you? You have like a cool hair cutter that always wears all purple. Also, he used to be a king. His... Yeah, it's
0: it's to reflect my pretend royal heritage.
1: Well, I mean, you once led me to believe that that all of the Hebrew peoples are kings. Um, I think is a thing you told me before. And...
0: And I still kind of believe that that's worth
1: lying about. So, there you go. It's definitely still funny <laughs> you say it.
0: Oh, there we go. Uh, all right. So, Benjamin, do you have a review for us this week?
1: I do. So, my review is what I consider to be the king of nuts. Uh, <laughs> many people call them pleb-deer nuts. That's just because they're jealous of how delicious they are. And that's cashews. That's mm. Cashews. whatever what are so like um Design You know, this is definitely for this is gonna be a strong review, spoiler alert, but like design, <laughs> cashews fucking weak. I'm going to give that a 2 out of 10. (laughs) I mean, if these things aren't sufficiently cooked and pre-processed, like if you eat the cashew fruit or you eat raw cashews, because cashews are like part of a fruit. It apparently makes your testicles swell up super huge and then kills you. (laughs) Um, Which is why you've never once in your whole life seen raw cashews for sale because it's illegal um, <laughs> and extremely dangerous uh, so weak design bold but weak design choices <laughs> We're going to hide this delicious nut that if you cook enough uh, is awesome but if you don't makes your testicles swell up really huge and then kills you weird design decision the dark souls of nuts um <laughs> Graphics, beautiful 3D graphics, look totally real. Tastes even better. Ten out of ten. All right, sound design, I like the crunch. Seven out of ten. Uh, gameplay, easy to eat, tasty. Everybody likes them. What's wrong with you? Uh, replay value, dubious at best. At absolute <laughs> best, deeply dubious. Now, I mean, I'll eat them over and over again, but I'm not going to eat the same one. <laughs> That would be gross. Like, you ask your dog, you know, he or she, they might like it. They might be down with eating a cashew more than once. Also, I don't know this. Uh, bonus question, if you're writing in. Uh, if, if you feed your dog cashews, is that going to hurt your dog? Please don't, because it might totally kill them. Don't until we have uh, our devoted listeners tell us the truth. Yeah. I'll believe anything anybody says to me at all. And... Um, uh, especially from our listeners. So don't, until we hear from them, don't feed your dogs nuts. I know, like, raisins and onions will kill your dog. And chocolate, everybody knows that shit, but, like, raisins are, are way, way more dangerous. Um, so don't feed your dog raisins. Eat cashews yourself. Fuck the dog. Not literally. Instead, play with them and pet them. <laughs> what are your review, cashews?
0: Boy, it's really easy to kill a dog. They're allergic to a lot of yeah.
1: things. Yeah. Um, they, they're really into eating things that are extremely bad for them, um, that they did not evolve involve in an environment to survive around. Hmm. Uh, like cars or uh, raisins.
0: <laughs> it's ironic, really. Um, so for me, like, I don't know, cashews are okay. They're a very mid-tier nut. So I'm gonna say gameplay five of five mid tier, uh, graphics three of ten would have liked more col- color, uh, sound design, <laughs> sound design six of ten it's, it, it is a pretty good crunch and replayability
1: two it's, it's a good yeah. oily crunch. Yeah, like it's the it's oiliest oily, of yeah. crunches. Like it's just, you don't get you don't get the harshness on your teeth, but you still get the satisfaction and noise.
0: Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Replayability Just saying, too, these
1: scores low. wouldn't eat unless starving. Yeah.
0: Personally, I'm more of a Brazil nut fan. I like them because they're really expensive and large. Big. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. There's also a real good Simpsons joke about them from like the mid-90s. Really? I still remember from my childhood for some reason. When 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 Homer is kidnapped by like a Brazilian terrorist and he ends up getting Stockholm syndrome and becoming best friends with them, he keeps demanding to go to the bathroom, but it's not to like try and escape. He just needs to pee all the time. He explains that uh, he has a bladder the size of Brazil nut, and they look at him <laughs> and go, "We just call those them nuts here,"
0: <laughs> <laughs> which I still think is funny. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs>
1: These are not direct quotes. These are like half-remembered paraphrases from like twenty years ago. These are um, these are
0: non-copyright infringing, fair use, uh, half-remembered Simpsons quotes.
1: <laughs> this, I mean, this definitely has drifted full on into deeply inspired by some particular episode of the show I once saw fan fiction, like clumsily written fan fiction. That's that's what this is. Um, <laughs> Yep, pretty much. So, I mean, Brazil nuts are awesome. Can you even buy just Brazil nuts, like, at a supermarket? Yes, I have. I'm sure you can.
0: And let me tell you why that's important. Does it
1: cost, like, $100? Uh,
0: They were pretty expensive. But let me tell you why that's important. Like, if you buy a bottle of mixed nuts and Brazil nuts are in Mm -hmm. them, then inevitably your Brazil nuts will all be at the top. You, You get two and they're all at the top. And you
1: get two. Yes.
0: And do you know why they're all at the top, Ben?
1: Because they're big and they don't filter down by physics to the bottom.
0: Yeah, and did you know that, uh, oddly enough, that's called the Brazil nut effect? (laughs)
1: So,
0: so anyway. I
1: didn't, but I'll constantly talk about it from now on.
0: Yeah, just like I do. My wife has gotten real sick of me talking about it, but... uh, but anyway,
1: I mean, my life is just an example. I know you said wife, but like my life, if we're on a rhyming scheme here, mm-hmm. I feel like it's an example of the Brazil nut effect. You know, it's just it's just all about the you know the little guy just drifts down to the bottom, and there's the two Brazil nuts above us just lording over us with their delicious flesh.
0: <laughs> That's true. It's it's just it's like the uh, the same thing as trickle down economics
1: is the Brazil nut effect except it doesn't trickle down just the salt does mm-hmm. <laughs> only the salt and crumbs trickle down <laughs> yeah
0: so uh, so i have discovered the solution to the brazil nut effect which is something like mm-hmm. discovering the solution to gravity and the this, and the solution is just only by brazil nuts then you don't have to
1: worry about it so like uh, how big of a container if a man were to buy the container of Brazil nuts with this guy, like, can you get it at, like, the H-E-B? Um, or so, do, you, do you have to go to, like, a hippie food store? Uh, So I... A Trader Joe's?
0: No, I bought them at an H-E-B caliber food store in Livermore, California. So I presume you can get them other places, but I've never really looked. I was really into nuts. I mean, that summer. if you
1: told me that there was like a commune that lived entirely on Brazil nuts in California, I'd be dubious, but I wouldn't count it out. <laughs> True. It <could> True. Happen.
0: <laughs> Listeners, if you're in a commune in in California that only eats Brazil and you nuts,
1: subsist entirely on Brazil nuts. <laughs>
0: Right in. At, tell us why. Yeah, and write in at johnscast at gmail.com And uh, on that note, thank you so much for listening. It's been a cast. It's been a blast cast,
1: guys. A fast blast I mean, cast. I won't tell you you've had a good time, but I hope you have. And I know we have.
0: <laughs> remember...
1: Thanks for casting with us.
0: Yeah, remember to rate us on iTunes.
1: Please. And... and, and remember to wear your johns amen bye everybody